A lot of you are familiar with the DNA Project and have been rocking with us for a while, but some of you aren't. A lot of you are faithful listeners of the podcast, but aren't familiar with some of the other work that we do. So I just want to take a quick moment to explain to you a little bit more of what we do. So you're getting married, or you have a friend, a cousin, a sister, somebody you know is getting married. Okay. You've booked your venue, caterers, photographer, all that good stuff. When it comes to live music, most people have no idea where to look. We have you covered. Picture this. During the ceremony, while guests are being seated, or while the bride's walking down the aisle. During the cocktail hour, while guests are just mingling and having a good time. Don't forget about dinner music. That's very important to set the mood while guests eat. And we definitely can't forget the party. Let's get the party started right now with The DNA Project. www.thednaproject.ca for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and those outside the binary, welcome to the DNA Airwaves. You did it. I am Matt Kesselman. There's Anthony over here on a PC for the first time ever. Since 2004. There's Tariki over here. Yep. And we have Desiree D in the house with us. How's it going? Hey. It's going good. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. We love that you came and stopped by to chat with us. I feel like it's one of those things where we got to get the energy up again. How's everybody really doing today? I'm good. (laughs) All right. There we go. I'm good. Let's do this. I'm good. I was going to pull up my notes real quick, but we started so. (laughs) We always talk about Anthony being the prepared one. Mm -hmm. And I don't have my notes today. Uh Uh-oh. And And actually, if I'm not going to... And I, don't <laughs> I guess the right PC there. didn't help. Um. PC didn't help. It was a little <laughs> slow connecting to the Wi-Fi. Um, so let's do this. We're excited to have you here today, though. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, you wear a lot of hats. So we're going to talk about each and every one of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're even wearing a hat right now. Yeah, you are. I oh. love It's beanie season. Yeah. Beanie so. season has returned. Right? Yeah. Not if you're right. like me, I wear my beanie all year. So. Oh, oh, you're one of the cool yeah. cats. Ex- yeah, gotta be exclusive. Yeah, you gotta yeah, be yeah, different. To you gotta be more. outside the box. Are they called beanies because they resemble bean bags? I don't know. It's definitely <laughs> um, not. I think to it's the way that it days. falls on your head. Like when you wear a beanie, you're not supposed to put it all the way on. You just kind of put it halfway, so it has that. Oh, I'm hanging such effect. a nerd. I didn't know that. I either. put it on like a condom, just all through. Oh man. That's why I get looks. Yeah. That's okay. why I get looks. That's and that's simple. that that you did there says a lot too, actually. <laughs> Unroll it, you know. I'm super impressed by that joke. <laughs> Most people do something a little different, which you guys can't see, thankfully. Oh, that's but uh, that was we need video for these reasons. Yeah, soon, very soon. Yeah. Wow. Um back on track. Yeah, yeah. please, because my was, mind's uh, still Yeah, let's talk about piano. Let's talk about music. How's uh, how's music going right now with COVID and everything? Oh, you know what? Music has been going really well. Nice. Uh, I've had to change the way that I do things, mm-hmm. especially from the top of the pandemic. As a matter of fact, the pandemic forced me to take a whole chill pill. Right, right. <laughs> because yeah. I am somebody who does the most. Mm-hmm. I'm always busy. <laughs> I stay busy. Yeah, I like yeah. it like that because right. I have a short attention span. So okay. if I'm not doing something, I get super off task and I'll start like wandering and I'll get bored. I'm mm. like, okay, I need to do something. I can't just sit here. So um, during the pandemic, it forced me to change the way that I write, change mm-hmm. the way that I, you know, just spend my life. So instead of working and doing all this stuff, I was like, okay, um, I need to cut out some of the things that I was doing. That were getting in the way. Yeah. Like what? <sighs> well, 
I do a lot on social media yeah. and mm -hmm. I've had to kind of sift through the things that I've done and see, okay, what's working and what's not working. Mm. Uh, what's, what are my supporters really um, connecting with and what they're not connecting with? Um, even the way that I write my music. In the past, I've written songs that are like three, four minutes long. Oh, yeah. And I'm realizing that people have short attention spans like me. So I would cut down my songs and I would write songs less than three minutes. But is that really because people have a shorter attention span? Because I don't know about you guys, but I listen to some pretty long records and some long albums. Mm -hmm. And I'm always confused at that idea that people don't want to hear. But is there like, uh, maybe Matt, you know, is there like evidence to support that of people course, don't yeah. want to listen to long? We, we even have a term. It's called Don't Bore Us, Get to the Chorus. Really? Yeah. Prefer for you to get to the point, right? right and yeah. even just looking at other people's stats and stuff and seeing how much of a song people actually listen to. Yeah. It's not the entire thing. Wow. Sometimes it's only half of the song. Mm -hmm. I did not know and that. And that's a, a wonderful tool that sometimes. YouTube gives mm -hmm. you and stuff. Sometimes it doesn't even get good till the vamp. Yeah, like that. that's Three what I'm saying. In. Hmm. Well, patience is something that's Wait a minute. Is that to do with um, like your age? Because I feel like Maybe. I am old. <laughs> you know what I've been noticing on, on that sort of vein uh -huh. is videos that start with the most important part of the video. Yep. And then they start from the beginning. Yeah, I've seen that too. Uh, I think it's in the same direction. Yeah, yeah to right. get people to just. Invest I don't think it's an age time. thing. I think everybody. Yeah. I, I've read it as it. I've heard it being called digital dementia, where uh, we're just losing our ability to keep focus and hold our heads straight, and all these things that our phones are doing to us. That's mm -hmm. interesting. So you made a conscious effort huh. to shorten your songs. Was there a length that you're like, I'm not. Like, did you keep a time limit or did you just said, I'm going to eliminate a verse? Or how did you come to the decision of, or how long or the length? What's the right length for you? So last year was a writing year. So I spent the entire year writing. So I didn't care how long it was. Wow. It wasn't until I used this year as my release year. So mm, I wow. wrote, I think, 150 songs last year. Yeah. Damn. Because I had there. the time. Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> really working right. because of the lockdowns, yeah. the wow. 25 million lockdowns we've had. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you for a second? Because you said that. We had a, another guest, TJ Whitelaw, that's like, I wrote 200 songs last year. Or something. Oh, it's yeah. my friend. What, hey. what, what does that consist of? Because for me, writing a song is a daunting thing that haunts me for the rest of my life. <laughs> and then I see other people that just sort of like Timbaland, they just write 300 songs a year, or like Kanye. Like, what does that consist of? You know, Full song or, or chorus? Yeah, or, so... I didn't expect to write so many songs, mm -hmm. but I was going through like a, a kind of a change in my sound between 2018 and 2020. So before I was just strictly doing everything live. So live instrumentation and all my music. Mm -hmm. And in 2018, summer-ish, yeah. um, I was really going through my MacBook and I was using GarageBand at the time. And yeah. so... I didn't know that there was a loop button. <laughs> Literally. And one day I was in there recording uh, something for somebody and I saw the loop button. I said, what is this? You mean I've had this computer for so long and I didn't know it was there. So I clicked on it and I was like, what? <laughs> Where did this come from? That's funny. So I, and then during that time, I wasn't really utilizing all the skills that mm. I had. Yeah. So I was just... 
I, I guess I just saw myself as a piano player or other people saw me as just a piano player, but I play 15 other instruments. Excuse what me. do you play? Give us a taste. What do you play? Yeah. Um, so alto saxophone is my secondary instrument. Okay. So therefore okay. I play all the other ones. So tenor, baritone, uh-huh. soprano. Okay. Flute. Uh, yes, flute, uh-huh. clarinet, bass clarinet. Um, I My third, my, I guess my third instrument was trumpet. Oh, wow. So I play all the brass instruments as well too. Wow. Yeah, but cool. I stopped playing brass because my bottom lip is too big. <laughs> Wait, what? Is that an actual no. thing, or is that just what you? Because people um, like. Because I know people are like, I don't play piano. My hands are small, and then no, you see these I've tiny. To- I've been yeah, told, like even funny. my music teachers and stuff, mm. they're like, I guess because I couldn't, could never hit the high notes. Oh. So, but, but I've seen like some trumpet players, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, Dizzy Gillespie has big lips. Miles Davis had big lips. I don't know. I Who told was it? Was <laughs> it was one of my music teachers. Yeah, I don't remember which <laughs> one. Told you but I, I don't know. I just didn't really like trumpet. So okay. did you get I, a second opinion though? <laughs> no, because I ended up switching <laughs> to uh, the tuba and uh, the and the trombone and the so baritone, and I wow. loved those ones. And that didn't require the same lip structure. <laughs> the uh, the, the, the right? mouthpiece is bigger. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> ah. Yeah, That's so trumpet, French horn, like I can do them. It's just for some reason I just could never hit. Do you do them? In, do you use them in your music? Not to actually physically play. Why not? Because I don't have one. Yeah, that was the thing. So we need a sponsor to hook her up with 50 <laughs> instruments. Yeah. So sponsor me, please. Wow, powerful tracks. <laughs> Endorse like me. <laughs> That's cool. Is yeah. that it? Or there and then more? I play steel pan, mm, uh, nice. violin, viola, cello. Bass guitar, mm. acoustic guitar, a little bit because my dad is a guitar player, so mm. he taught me ah, those cool. things. Um, what else? And then, of course, keyboard percussion. Yeah. So marimba, yeah. xylophone. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 That is uh, right. impressive. A lot, wow. a lot of stuff. So feel inadequate. In the earlier stages, I wasn't right. really tapping into that. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't until I discovered that loop button. And I asked myself the question, why haven't you been utilizing these skills? You play all these instruments. Stop relying on people. Mm. And that that hindered me from releasing music because Mm. I was always relying on people to do bass or to do drums or to do this and to do that. Realizing I can do these things. Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as I that light bulb went off in my head, I started like learning how to produce. I would go through the loops. And I would take the drum loops and I would chop them up mm-hmm, and create mm-hmm. my own nice. yeah, type yeah. of uh, like drum Whatever beat. So I would yeah. take something from hip hop and then take something from electronic and chop it up and then kind of repiece things together. And then, of course, because I know all the band instruments, I would do like uh, brass lines and string lines and yeah, adding Just that extra dimension to my right? music. So now... I thought, oh, I can write all these songs. I can release all this stuff. And I did it myself without having to, mm-hmm. you know, relying on anybody. So yeah. come 2021, I'm dropping seven songs. I have my seventh song oh. coming out tomorrow, actually. Nice. And oh, yeah. because I bet on myself, my streams went all the way up. Mm-hmm. So I went from pulling in 20,000 last year to almost 100,000 mm-hmm. in six songs Beautiful. this year. So. Wow. It just showed me that when you've been Are we on talking yourself, about likes, views, or money? Like streams. Oh, okay. Streams. <laughs> yeah, I just told you how much I make. Streams. <laughs> six figures. Because I do it my way. But that's, that's a huge change. <laughs> yeah. And that's how that I'm works I'm so glad today. you asked though, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I have yeah. no shame, you know. Well, <laughs> uh, we know that. Yeah. 
And you shouldn't with the wig. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> we'll if I had shame, I'd never leave the house. Have you seen me? Fair enough. Uh, have you seen me? You're beautiful, Matt. Uh, endorsements? How does that... Do, do people contact you? Do you contact them? Because th- this whole world of endorsements yeah, is very different now. Like Justin is. Bieber True. has Timbits. Right. Mm, it's, a mm. good, it's a different world. Mm-hmm. So is that part of your business plan or are you more focused on... You know, I'm I'm trying to. So what I've done is like in my videos... I try to make sure I'm using one of the endorsees that I want to get endorsed mm, by and using right, their yeah. actual products. So, Smart. for example, yeah. Nord. Nord is expensive. Yeah. We were but, just talking about Nord. We but <laughs> I oh, said, let oh. me rent to own one. Right. Fair. So I yeah. rented to own one. And now anytime I make videos, I make sure like that's, that's the board I'm using and I yep. tag them every single time. And my stuff, they've actually reposted my stuff. Awesome. Um, somebody way. went to Nam, I think, last year, one of my friends. And I guess talk to one of their artists i think it was domi mm, and jd yeah. beck okay. apparently right. put my name out there nice so awesome we'll it's see what there. happens yeah. yeah and you just said something important for those listeners who don't know about this in in most countries there are rent to own options for instruments yeah mm-hmm. so because i run into plenty of people who are like i wish i could afford a guitar and, and get into it you can. It might take you three years to pay it off, but you can break those payments up in case you were wondering. Yes. Long and McQuaid. There you go. Long For and example. McQuaid. Guitar Center, yeah. whoever. Yeah, yeah wherever it's you're like listening. Guitar Center in Canada. No, in Canada. Nope. No, in the States. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't it be nice, or it will be nice uh, the day when we can say, well, now you've done this interview, so look out for some endorsements coming mm-hmm. your I way. Know, <laughs> oh, right? Coming. That would be <laughs> That would be lovely. I mean, because I see... Uh, Nord posting like different live sessions that yeah. they've done with people, and I'm like, man, I would love to do one of those. Oh, oh I got will. just the place for you, actually. Mm. Yeah, yeah okay. bring your 15 instruments. <laughs> 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 we got an elevator here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's cool stuff. So Um, why don't we go back a little bit to the beginning? Because I'm impressed with the fact that you play so many instruments. But how did you get involved in playing instruments in the first place? Like, where did your start in music begin? Okay, so I, of course, my dad is a musician. So he sings. He actually used to sing with a group called, I think they call themselves the Soul Searchers or something like that. Mm -hmm. So they would sing for different church events and whatnot. So it was him and a bunch of his friends from church. And they're still friends today, which is nice. But everybody's doing their own thing, have their feelings and all that stuff. So, um, and my mom, she's always wanted to get into music but of course she never had the means to do that Mm -hmm. so uh she they both wanted either myself or my brother to you know kind of carry on pursue music and Mm -hmm. i guess they saw that i had some sort of musical talent because i i used to sing in the church choirs and stuff when i was a kid and whatnot (laughs) it's like we have to put her in music we have to put her in music right so uh the first couple years of my piano lesson journey was very rough i could imagine because uh, <laughs> imagine you're a, you live in a caribbean household and your parents are like you're gonna do this and, and you're not gonna quit and it. we yeah. paid money yeah. for it yeah. so no you're not gonna quit because there have been so many times i tell my mom i don't want to do this anymore i don't i don't want to play piano why'd you put me in piano i, I want to run around and play yeah, sports and yeah. all this stuff and she's like nope you're gonna this is it. you're gonna do it and how grateful looking back are you for the oh, tough love 100 <laughs> percent grateful i'm not i don't like the way they ran about it but right yeah I totally <laughs> i'm, I'm it definitely works, yeah. grateful and i tell them this all the time i'm very grateful for them pushing me and you know seeing that i had the talent because i don't think if they saw it i don't think i would have 
or even seeing it and nurturing it because some might see it and be like but you still got to deal with your books and go to school and music is a joke so that's awesome that they still allowed you to not allowed but let you nurture and develop that skill yeah definitely and I took that into high school and when I got to high school that's when I started really enjoying it because I had a teacher Mm -hmm. that not only cared about piano but she cared about my life outside of music because most of these teachers are just like listen I'm just here to teach you and get my money out of here no she actually went above Mm. and beyond and that's something that I learned from her and also you know put into my own lessons and with the students that I teach and building a relationship with them because I think it's so important can we shout out that teacher of course her name was Lisa Lundeborg so nice. <laughs> I always shout said, out to her. Uh, <laughs> there's always been those two teacher one or two teachers in your life that mm-hmm. just like you'll never forget yeah. mine or like Mr. Frazier oh, and yeah, Mr. McAuliffe <laughs> but those do you have one that sticks out to your head you've met him oh yeah uh, yeah. yeah, I still chill with my high school music teacher. Every now and then, yeah, when a teacher That's cares, cool. yeah. that lasts forever. Do you have one that sticks out to you, Anthony? I have the opposite, which I'm is hilarious. The really? ones that stick I'm out the most. Teacher. Yeah, I mean, because I played drums <laughs> right. growing up. Oh. And I actually <laughs> wanted to start playing bass. And this teacher, Miss Fairley, she's yeah. very old back then. So I, yeah, anyways, um, she, wouldn't, she wouldn't let me touch it. Really? I begged her. I was like, just let me play bass, please. I just want to. And she just wouldn't let me. Damn. And she was like, you're just too good a drummer, which what meant nothing because I haven't touched drums probably since back then. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's mine. I have some great teachers too, but that's what came to mind first. More so stick out of the bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's always the ones that try to scare you. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it, it, it encouraged me in some way, right? Yeah. It probably kicked me down a little. And then I found, like, I don't need that support. I got this. She That's exactly. I was joking today. about oh, my own teacher, <laughs> yeah. and then he goes and he's like, "I am my own teacher." So I'm thanks, Miss Farley. You yeah, created yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. You created this beast. Um, yeah. <laughs> just <got> the dark <laughs> place. Yeah. Uh, Let me bring it back now. Half your thoughts, better things. So, are you teaching online, or how's that working now? Yeah. Mm. So I've been teaching online for quite a while now. I've been teaching online before it was made. A huge like deal. Right. Okay. Right. So before a Zoom existed, yeah. I was using FaceTime, Skype oh. to teach right. in the earlier stages because I've been teaching for now 17 years privately. Wow. I don't look at do I was going to say, you look 20 at <laughs> the most. No, I'm 31 actually. Wow, so yeah, I've been Wait, teaching for a while time. since I was in high school. I started mm-hmm. teaching and most of the time my lessons were in person, mm-hmm. but as I started getting requests from people outside of Canada, I said, okay, I need to start, you know, doing these things Very online. Nice. So outside I've been teaching people in the States. Yeah, I wow. had students in the States. How did they uh, find you, just out of curiosity? On social media. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, or they somebody that they know here told them about me. Right. So you should go to Desiree. She's really good. Woohoo. Oh. I said, okay, cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, but now, yeah, even during the pandemic, I've been teaching privately in my own studio, and then I was working at another studio, which I recently quit to pursue and to grow my own studio yeah Um, what kind of studio is that uh it was a music studio so Mm. we offered uh different instruments so piano bass drums Mm -hmm. singing etc etc um but i moved since moved on from there i just realized that i outgrew that that place and it's a part of the process you're right and i said that i've wanted to you know 
build my studio, open my own studio in the future. And this is the perfect opportunity to start growing. True. Yeah. And at the time before I quit, I had five students. Mm. And since then I have 20. Nice. Since I left. So, yeah, and yeah. it's still growing. For sure. And a majority of my students are online. Mm -hmm. nice. And I was using Zoom, but Zoom wants you to pay for everything. And because I work for the school board, uh, and at the time when we were in lockdown, they were using Google Meet, so I just switched everybody to Google Meet because uh, it's unlimited and you don't have to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. At least not with money. Listen, <laughs> yeah. you got to find ways to save money yeah. these days. So. Yeah. If wow. I can save money with you know some of these online tools, tools I'm going to do it. Yeah. How's your studio set up? Uh, are you still working on it or is it kind of I'm still project? working on it. Um, right now I live with my parents. So like I have like a setup in my room. Mm -hmm. uh, but my room is big enough now where it's like, okay, this is half my sleeping quarters and half my my studio. Oh, right. And it's literally, gotcha. I put it like that. So I said, okay, this is good. Yeah. So sometimes I'll teach up there and I have like my, my S90 and I have my Nord and I have like a couple of studio lights that I've put up and mm. I have a backdrop. Nice. Um, and then I have, I'm working on the mic. Mm. I don't have the mic yet. But oh, it's talk okay. to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm working on getting a condenser mic for my, for my studio. Why don't, after this, we can run a test and okay. you can sing into a few mics and see which one you like best. Mm, that's, okay. right. that's a good yeah. way to wow. yeah. okay. sing. Look at wow. this girl. That's the look at this. this. Well, and bless the Lord. <laughs> for, for anybody looking, for anybody who's thinking, I, I want to buy a microphone for myself, go to a music store and tell them I want to A, B a few mics. They'll know what that means. They'll set them up for you. Tell them, <laughs> tell them your price range, right? right. I have $400, 1000 whatever it is. Yeah. Give me your best three, four mics uh, for that price range. Set them all up. Sing into them at the same time. Don't record separately, right? Set them all up at the same time. Mm. Sing and then listen to them without knowing which mic is which. Oh. And then just pick your favorite. And sometimes they'll be the cheapest one. You don't know, but that's the best way. If you're, if you're looking for it's a, a mic test. specifically for you, always compare them to a few other microphones. See, don't I just didn't grab know one. that. Yeah, there Thank is no you. best microphone or worst microphone. Yeah. It just right. depends on what you put it in front of. Should we apply this to all instruments? I'm going to go in. Sure. Give yeah, me your totally. five guess, best keyboards Absolutely. and blindfold me and I'll sit down. And play. Uh, That'd be, <laughs> probably, well, I mean, uh, might not work the same. It's probably more efficient with a real piano. Yeah. But yeah how yeah, do you yeah. blindfold someone and bring them in front of yeah. a bunch of real pianos? But yeah, let's do that right after and we'll fun. see. Okay. That's dope. That's and then cool. and then you'll get an endorsement from them. <laughs> oh my God, that would choose. be amazing. <laughs> I feel so like we're coming. just going to send you yeah. a bunch of mics. I want you to test them out. That's but yeah. Not. That's that's the dream. Yeah, that's that there's the... that, and then I'm working on getting on getting speakers, and I think I'm okay for for now. So mm, okay. until what I do you have right now? I don't have any. Headphones. <laughs> headphones like this. So I was using headphones for a while, uh, and then I was using computer monitors. Mm, yeah, uh, and then I now have my honest. amp. So everything's coming oh, out of okay. the amp right now. Uh, so my Block Ten. So those are getting higher. Matt, please. Chime in. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll just give you a copy of our software that lets you simulate different speakers. Oh, my God. Give it a shout out. Right. Please. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, he never wants to say the name. I just feel like I an know, asshole promoting yeah, myself. We'll say it. Ocelot. 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 Check it tell out, him, folks. It's beautiful. Tell her what it does. It's, it's a... Yeah. It, it, it'll just, you pick what speaker you want and oh. you'll hear it through that speaker. Interesting. That's I love the way you play these, these things down. 
Oh, so I do it to you. I, I, I kind of can't do it. Yeah, throw it to me and I'll be like, ah, it's just a little thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never want to brag about your stuff. I know. It's like, that's weird. what friends are for, man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just like, shameless plug. So by the yeah. way. <laughs> friends and all the other listeners who are like, we get it. Shut up. <laughs> You've mentioned Talk it to Desiree. three times. Uh, yeah, I don't even think it's been three. Maybe two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Let's check. Check it out. Check it out. Um, good stuff. This portion yeah. of the program was what? <laughs> Shameless plugs, Matt. Can't so, that's your first endorsement. There you yeah, go. Like, oh. Yeah, that's actually, called it. Technically, yeah. yes, you're getting this Boom. offer for free. Endorsement. Wow. Boom. <laughs> Look at the Lord. He's looking for a social media plug. There's always an angle. <laughs> no, I'm just I, yeah, I'm, I'm just full of angles. I'm, I'm obtuse. Um, full of surprises obtuse. today, huh? Uh, let's talk about singing. Mm. Why are we talking about singing? Because you're a songstress. Do you, you sing, I'm an instrumentalist. It, right? oh, so wait, what's the mic for? So the mic is to see everybody asks this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, am I it's putting it in the spot? No, 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 okay. no. It's funny because when I did Canada Music Week a couple mm. years ago, that was my mm. first time doing it solo. Right. Solo dolo. Because when I did dolo. it in 2015, I actually played for an artist from BC. Oh, okay. I don't know how she found me. But mm. she knew somebody in Toronto who knew me, and she was looking for a keyboard player. So she said, go to Desiree, and she reached out to me. So awesome. that was my first Canada Music Week experience. Nice. And then four years later, finally got through because mm-hmm. I applied every year, couldn't get through, oh, and then it's bam. It's tough to get in. Yeah. 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 So uh, somebody asked me over the sh- after the show, uh, so why did you have the mic if you don't sing? I said, well, I have to talk to my audience. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. I used to talk to my it's audience. A talking mic. It's a talking okay. mic, yeah. Oh, so okay. kind of like Robert Glasper, you know, he he doesn't sing either. Like mm-hmm. he does his thing, and he has his talking mic. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you ever sing? See, I used to sing. Yeah. So you uh, said that's when you started. Yeah. Back in the day, yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the day, I actually used to sing with a group called For the Master. Hmm. Oh. Uh, okay. A while back, master. uh, in 2013. Yeah. Um, and then I just decided I that, that you know, yeah. Yeah, so I was an alto. Mm. I don't really. So you still are. What are you talking past? I yeah, still what am. Yeah, but I mean, I Six years ago, I was an alto. I'm sing, I no longer sing, sing, sing. It's not something that I like doing. Oh, you just oh, don't enjoy. Fair it. enough. Do you like making instrumental music, oh, or yeah. you specifically you like that there's no vocals? I love it because it mm-hmm. brings something different. And mm, as yeah. a black woman who does this stuff, mm-hmm. um, I always wanted to see something different in the industry. Um, I, there's plenty of singers out there. There's plenty of rappers. There's plenty of that stuff. But sure. I always wondered where instrumental music was mm. in Canada. Mm. Like it was never something I saw. Yeah, I never yeah. saw myself represented in the industry. I never saw any black women who were instrumentalists, solely instrumentalists. Right. Yeah, yeah. Point. So point not any, singing right. and playing, but solely instrumentalists in the church. I grew up playing in church from the age of 13. Yeah. Every church I went to, no women musicians. So I said, where are all the women musicians? So there's a hmm. stigma in the gospel music community where women just sing. That's it. That's true. I never even it's thought about that. It's very true. gospel, right? R&B, soul. Yeah. 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 I think right. growing up, too, for me as well, it was girls sing, boys play. Yeah. Exactly. I remember that. Yeah. It's awesome that you're yeah, that so, stereotype, though. And that's the thing. Yeah. And I would speak to other fellow women who would tell me stories of them asking their pastors to you know play drums or do this and their pastors would be like no damn that's uh and then of course you have people a woman who like only wear dresses and they'd be like oh no you can't play the drums because you wear a dress really 
come on now. Uh, it's, yeah, I'm it's, not surprised. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, no, I was fortunate at, with the church that I went to. We're a smaller church. Yeah. Um, and my pastor was like, no, we want you guys to be involved in ministry. Good. We want you to, you know, play the instruments because you guys are the next generation. Exactly. Right? So when oh. I go to other churches and I would play for other vocalists, yeah. I would get a lot of stares mm. from men and musicians. Mm. And they'd be like, what is she doing? Was she trying to play? Well, they can't what hear what you're doing. doing. Yeah, I know. So, and I would play, and they would be like, speechless. They're like, where did she come from? Mm. How is she able to play like this? And I remember when I decided that I wanted to be an instrumental artist for the first time, and I tell people that Toronto is big, but it's very small. Yeah. And I know a lot mm. of people don't talk about me because it's going to come around. So I went to a concert and one of my friends was talking to me and they mentioned that I guess somebody saw one of my videos and had lots to say about it. Huh. So I said, oh, interesting. interesting. Okay, cool. So at the end of the day, I'm just here to show other black women that this is possible. Yeah. Just um, do it. Yeah, and just do, do it. it. And it's, I, I long to see more women, you know, coming out of their shells because it was hard for me. I hid for a really long time. Mm. Um, people would be like, oh, yeah, Desiree's amazing. And I'd be like, don't give me no spotlight. I want no spotlight. I don't mm. care about the spotlight. I don't care about fame. I just care about being an impact at the end of the day yeah. and showing women that, listen, you can play an instrument. You can be unique. You can be yourself. True. Yeah. But isn't that yeah. hard to do, like to, to give or to be impactful without being in the spotlight? really hmm. um i just feel that uh those who are those you're meant to impact will carry the message ah, fair That's enough huge yeah right fair enough um i i had a conversation with somebody earlier and i said or they asked me how come i don't have more followers on instagram and i said who asked <laughs> these questions <laughs> it's, 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 it's funny I and i said <laughs> to them i said <laughs> it's not about the followers for me yeah it's about Within those followers, who's actually, you know, engaged, resonating with right. myself? Yeah, who's actually yeah. engaging with myself? Who's actually inspired by what I'm doing? Right. Yeah. Uh, Jesus had 12 disciples. Boom. Okay? Roasted. Only 12. <laughs> and um, he was able to impact each of them individually. And right. they were able to spread his name amongst the land. So now today, Jesus is still being talked about. Right. So you Start can have a, a big impact with a small group of people. You're absolutely right. And those there people will carry. And one of them betrayed him, and he still did pretty well. He still did. He still did. It's really eleven. Yeah. No, we say we're, we say this all jokingly, but it's it it's a huge uh, perspective, or, or at least seeing it from your perspective as us three men sitting here. For myself, I've never even really considered some of the things that you've faced mm -hmm. um, with opposition and just people not being accepting of what you can bring to the table because of you just because you're a woman, essentially. That is a black woman and a black woman. Because I find like and I don't want to take it there, but I find that as a black woman, it's even harder because if you had a different look, you'd probably get a lot more attention and a lot more of that spotlight. It brings to mind like a Serena Williams, for example, if she wasn't who she was, she probably touted as one of the greatest athletes of our time. Mm -hmm. But I think that even with... Um, I, I, I know I don't want to make it that, but as a woman, I'm sure she might have some obstacles, but as a black woman, I'm sure the challenge is even harder in Canada, let's be honest. So, I mean, 
Uh, I can, uh, what you said earlier about the impact is really, really That's awesome. Huge, yeah. And uh, I was just trying to think of some other female musicians that I know. Well, like solo or, oh, sorry, well, that musicians have made it to singers. the level that you've made it. You know, most of not them, common. if they even do it, they're still in the church, you know, just playing there. They're not, but even really there, they, you probably couldn't name a handful. I only can think head, of right? two, and one of them's in the room. No, three though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> three, three. And no, fair enough. Pam it's... Morris is the one that came to mind for me. She was like a, and she played keyboard at a church I went to when I was younger. Right. And uh, she was incredible at piano, but I don't think she would ever pursued it outside of church because she probably believed yeah, that was very, her calling, very right? Few so, around here. but there's yeah, I can't think of any. Is there any other women musicians in Canada that you kind of? Um, look up to or have had some type have had some type of impact in your life honestly i couldn't think of any i Fair think enough. my driving force was the lack thereof uh, mm, yeah right yeah, good. and uh just wanting to see a better representation sure and i think when there is no representation that doesn't really you know draw people to want to do Something like that. Absolutely. Right? I mean, I, a few years back, started an initiative called Ladies Can Shed Too. Oh. So. Ladies can shred. Shed. 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 Or shred. Same shred, thing. Shed right? Works. And it was, uh, the purpose was to bring women together, but obviously specifically black women. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, and giving them a space where, you know, they could show their gifts, their talents without being judged. Right. For it. Yeah, Or yeah. scrutinized. By men or sexualized, even yeah. just like based True. off of your talent, how good are you as a yeah. musician? You know, yeah, and just giving them that space mm. where we can just come together, just jam, for and sure, network and get to know other women. Yeah. Obviously, during the pandemic, I haven't been able to do it, right. but I'm hoping to bring that back in the new year with an emphasis on black women. So, like I've it. been trying to, you know, to that. put out. Hey, if you're a black woman and you play an instrument, let me know. I'm trying to put something together. Nice. Definitely. We'd love to year. reshare that for you, too. If yeah, you're yeah. Yes, we'll tune in. So I'm trying to yeah. reach as many. I've had a couple people inbox me and whatnot, but I'm hoping to have something set up next year with hopefully all these restrictions go away. Yeah. Um, where we can just come together, jam, and at least, you know, music, there's yeah. other women out there that are like you. Mm -hmm. They play instruments like you yeah, and they I have a safe them. space yeah. where they can come. And that visibility is really, really important because you just when I was growing up, us seeing and I know this is going to be controversial, but being able to see the Cosby show, for example, when you were younger, because we never really had that representation. Then once you see that and you know it's possible, that changes a, a kid's mindset from a young, young age. So hopefully young kids That's are true. seeing you and go yeah. have that same impact. Like, oh, it is possible. And they're not scared because, and I know, I've, but as black people, we kind of box ourselves in yep. from the jump. Mm -hmm. And because of our the color of our skin, we don't want to do X, Y, and Z. And I think that's so hindering. And when you see a black person ice skate, for example, or you see a black person shredding or doing something, you now go, oh, you know what? I can do it too. And, and I know it sounds silly to a lot of people, but the more you do and the more people get to see you and others like you doing it, the less weird it becomes. You know what I mean? And the less it's not taboo anymore. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. There's definitely something. I'd there. assume that that kind of lack of representation is probably hurts, especially young girls in a similar way that like, it was hard to find Barbies of different skin colors yeah, before, yeah, yeah. or that's different body types as well. Which that I mean, too. I guess kudos to Barbie because they're they've really they're changed really that. changing yeah. that. 
because yeah, I don't know how I would feel if none of my action figures Look, growing up looked like, like me. You. Yeah, that yeah. would have probably been a very confusing time for me. It was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so true. Jeez. Um, yeah. Let's uh, go back to something a little bit more positive. <laughs> well, it's okay. Um, we had a serious moment. Yeah, yeah, what? It. So we at first we talked about you uh, doing your research in terms of viewership and changing the lengths of your songs to attract people. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, do you find that instrumental music doesn't retain people's attention as much? Because I feel like that's already uh, a door that people have to cross. Mm-hmm where yep. they don't have a voice to focus on so they're already more likely to leave mm-hmm. do you do you yeah. find that that's a problem too or do, do you what do you use it, it to retain people in your music yeah aside um, from the length that's definitely mm-hmm. something that is a challenge mm-hmm. um but i think it all comes down to people giving it a chance yes right Mm, um at the right time yeah of Mm, course i mean of course people are used to hearing lyrics yeah um using lyrics to connect Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i just feel that instrumentalists have a voice their voice may not be lyrics but their voices within the music Uh, brilliant right for sure so for me as a piano player I make sure that my voice is permanent in my songs so even though like i'm producing around it that piano voice is my story gotcha. that I'm telling, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't have words, but there's feeling, there's passion, there's emotion in those piano melodies that I create. And that's what I want to attract people. Um, even though there's no words, I'll yeah. still give you a whole breakdown of what the song is to me. That's right. what I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, for example, the song that I put out last month, Your Energy. I did that with um, Connor Mm -hmm. Chan, a.k.a. King Chino. He's on uh, uh, Instagram. And the song is basically about combining two energies, positive energies, and creating something beautiful. Mm. Right? So my goal was to reminisce that in my music. So you have the keys and then you have the guitar solo coming together and creating something beautiful. You don't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Because most of the time with my music, people don't know what to expect. But when they hear it and it comes together, they're like, oh, my God, that's so beautiful. That's so nice. Yeah. So that is the fe- feeling that I'm trying to portray. And then, of course, taking it into the real world where energy is definitely something that is permanent in this world where people are trying to connect with people who will bring them good energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, this person gives me good energy. Yep. Um, and even in relationships, too, when you're trying to find a significant other. Right. And combining those two energies, and you don't know what's gonna happen, but you're hoping that it creates something yeah. beautiful. Yeah. You know yeah. what? I, I, the more you talk about this, the more I think that Dolby Atmos as a format would work really well for your music. Have you looked into that at all? No. Mm. So, you're about to blow our mind. Yeah, break it down. <laughs> I mean, everybody at home too. We're just at the beginning of this, but yeah. uh, stereo is sort of the the widest format we've had until recently. And with Dolby Atmos, you can mix things. To go anywhere, above, mm. below, Spatial. behind. Yeah. Right. So you can really mix your work where the piano's in front. <laughs> and we'll talk about all this after. The piano's in front and the guitars are behind you. Yeah. Yeah. And the flute is flying over your head. Mm-hmm. And you can do all that kind of stuff with Atmos. And I think, especially for instrumental music, that could be a lot of fun to feel huge, like you're in the middle yeah. of the room instead of in front of the performance. And Apple Music is really pushing it as well. Right. They make like playlists just 
geared to music that has yeah. that spatial audio element to it. Okay. Yeah. Because I know on Distro Kid, uh, there sorry? was a uh, Distro Kid. Yeah. What's it's that? one of the um, distributors for music. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, like, so you have TuneCore. Are you familiar with TuneCore? <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's like TuneCore. I got you. Uh, yeah. Uh, so they had a section, and I think it said something about Dolby Atmos, mm-hmm. but I think you already had to have it in that format before you submit. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. you, you so, have to make it. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't know how to do that. We'll so. talk about okay. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Imagine somebody <laughs> puts good. on your music and closes their eyes. They put on headphones yeah. and you oh, surround them. Oh, my yeah. God. Wouldn't that, that be is, fun? That is definitely That's something. Next level. Okay. That's really yeah. Definitely next level. Yeah. It starts oh. today, girl. And if you have Apple Music, I don't know when you're listening to this, probably in the future, any. Uh, Ricky's dying laughing. Uh, <laughs> you go, dude, it's gay, girl. <laughs> cool. no, no, no. <laughs> I love how I just came with that energy. Anyway, if you have a modern uh, listening device and you have Apple Music and probably Spotify in the future, go into your settings and enable Dolby Atmos. Unless you have special speakers, it only works in headphones right now. Mm-hmm. Put them on, close your eyes, and it's going to blow your mind. Is Look it up similar to spatial audio because it might say that instead of Dolby Atmos. It might say spatial, 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 okay. special, spatial, special, audio. spatial audio. Yeah. Special audio. Yeah. It's Stuff. pretty cool, and I really think it would fit a lot of people's music, but especially with instrument with multi instrumentalist music, I think that's amazing. the way to go in the future for sure. That's that sounds beautiful. Yeah. That is beautiful. VR concerts. Mm. We see a lot in your future. Don't we, boys? <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, well, okay. What other plans do you have? What kind of music? Do you, is there any any projects in the future that you're sort of looking forward to? Something different, or did or are you happy with your voice and you're going to keep going that way for a while? So at the current moment, I'm happy, mm. and that's just because something's coming. It's coming. I've been asked for mm. the last five years. When are you dropping another project? Because mm-hmm. I haven't mm. dropped one since 2016. Uh, but also this, if I do put out a project, um, I just feel like I needed to go through some stuff mm. in mm. my life. Right. Like, I don't just put out a project for the sake of putting it out. Right. Uh, right. It needs to have meaning. It needs to mean something. I need yeah. to have gone through something in right. my life in order to put something out. Now with the music that I've put out, it symbolizes things that I've gone through mm. in my life. So if we go to the top of the year change is good that was the first song i released this year so this was just being adaptable to the changes going around us during the pandemic right, and being sure. open to them we might not like it but accept this is, it. we have to yeah. accept yeah. it yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. learn to accept it uh the next on love and found um i've heard so many stories of people finding love during the pandemic in the mm. most craziest ways yeah. flying to see people when they're not supposed to be flying right, right. <laughs> yeah. and yeah. at one point i gave up on love and those stories really inspired me to not give up yeah. on that part of my life. Do you okay. know that I gave up on love until I met Anthony? <laughs> I'm sure. Pardon? I think I heard you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Sorry, two different things at the same time. <laughs> I thought continue. you said... Um, you and I will deal with that after. No, no, no. no is, uh, but I want to say what I thought you said for okay. a split second. I thought you said something about a song called I Gave Up On Love became Anth- Anth- Anthony. It's my like an anthem. anthem. My yeah. anthem oh, is that yeah. I gave up on love because of Anthony. Yeah, and then I was like, wait, Until you said my name. Huh. <laughs> I like it. Keep on going. Yeah. Oh, uh, March, take a step. Take a step, man. So a lot of people have been probably stagnant, not knowing what 
their life is going to look like or where the next step is going to take them. And sometimes you just have to take that first step. Mm. If you don't, you never not, not, you're not going to know where mm. it's going to take you. Right. Uh, what was the next song after that? Triumph. So this one really resonated with me because it's important to celebrate the small wins. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, a lot of people huge. just focus on the big wins and think, oh, these are the most important when really it's the smaller wins that propel the bigger wins. Big wins are rare. Yeah. If you only focus on those. True. Yeah. So tired. a small win, getting up in the morning. Yeah. So many people are dying around us. So the fact that you're alive is a win. Late Arrival. That was actually a re-release from five years ago. I celebrated the five-year anniversary of my first project. Oh, wow. cool. And uh, that song was basically um, the saying, better late than never. Mm-hmm. So it might be late, but at least you did it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You might have taken a long time to do it, but at least you did it. Oh, a lot of people need to hear that one. <laughs> yeah. um, and then <laughs> fast forward to uh, October, your energy spoke on that briefly. Yeah. And then my song coming out tomorrow Ooh. is called Day to Day. So this is just a reminder to uh, trust the timing of your life. So we're recording this on Thursday. So by the time you're listening to this on Monday, the song will be out. Yeah. So yeah, just go drop, listen to yeah, it it's immediately out. It's out. It's after out. this podcast. Yeah. yeah. So it's literally just talking about trusting the timing of your life. And we don't know all the answers. We just have to trust the path that God has us on. And that's a feature with uh, Marcus Aurelius. He's a Toronto singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. So this is the first vocal collab I've done in about two years. Oh, wow. wow. And I'm sure that's people big. have been wanting and wondering, when am I going to do it? Because it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that, that's seven songs. My seven-year anniversary as an artist was this year. Congrats. So big this congrats. has been like my year of sevens. Yeah, yeah. So moving forward, I have more songs. Not okay. sure if there's a project or not, but I know there's more songs coming. Mm, more coming. Uh, and if there is a project, then that project might be centered around my life over the last six years that I haven't dropped a project. So we'll see. Wow, that's cool. I just have a one question because those are some really powerful titles. And as you describe like the thought behind them, it's amazing. It says a lot. But what's your process of making the music like speak for you on those thoughts uh sometimes uh the titles don't come right away Mm. um the songs that i specifically chose they were actually called other things okay okay. um so sometimes i'll write a song and the title may not come to me right in that moment because i'm so focused on putting the actual song together yeah and then i'll probably i'll hear the song and then a moment in my life well, and it just connects. Or? And it just connects. And I'm like, yeah. okay, this is the title. Mm. Got you. I've Do you have any that. funny working titles? <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts of being in a band is our stupid working titles. Um, yeah. Not <laughs> any that I can think of off the top of my head. But I've gone in, especially this year, and I've had to change the titles for a few mm. songs. And I'm like, okay, I understand what I was, go- what I was like, trying to get at, but I have to change the title. To kind of fit right, what I yeah, wanted right. to fit, so I think out of the seven songs, I think "Change Is Good" uh, was probably the one that has the original title. Later, "Rival" has the original title. Mm. Everything else was changed. That's cool because I had to like yeah. listen and then a moment where um, I don't know something in my life that had to do with that particular instrumental came up and then. I came, the title came. Tuned in. I like it. Yeah. When you do a collab, are you doing the instruments first and then bringing someone in after? Or are you kind of collabing together at the same time as you're making the music? 
or is it more separated where you send it to them after and then they kind of just do some vocals after? So every everything that I do collab wise, mm-hmm. most of the time I have it done, and then based on me going through the song, I'll tell them, okay, this is where I want you to come in, right? Because this is where you fit. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Hey, um, my friend Dariki's been really into this writing process. I think you you two should talk. Okay. Yeah. Good guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just had to throw that in. I was hoping you might not have caught it actually, but you're sitting right here. Matt, what about you for these working song titles? I know you have some silly oh, ones. Oh, we have. I don't know if I can even. I don't even know if they're worth. Uh, <laughs> I, so, find one. Uh, okay. Gay well, bar in the Matrix the, was one. Yeah. Oh, so you know Dariki and I. No, we made a song. And I wrote a song. Oh, you wrote a song together. <laughs> Perfect segue into what it, I just yeah. said. That's nice. Um, so yeah, Dariki and I have Gay Bar in the Matrix. Yeah. Oh, wait. Um, <laughs> what? It's just the, the vibe. The vibe That's sounded what it like. Did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like. Um, we have uh, the last song in the first album, which was called In Conclusion, used to be called Crotch Juice. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe I shouldn't have asked <laughs> you. Um, I wanted him to do it just so you would regret it. Yeah, That's, no, what, you, that's what you get. It. They weren't all like that. but the, And you know what? We were working with like an adult producer, and we were like oh, 16. Oh, that's, that's well, a surprise. No <laughs> and he was like, I can't. He's like, what's this song? Because we were working on tape, and he was like writing everything down. He's like, what's this song called? And we're like, Crotch Juice. And he's like, I'm not writing Crotch Juice on a cassette. I'm in my 50s. And we're like, uh, yeah, no, yeah, that's the name oh, of the song. Man. Okay. Well, uh, we had one called Rick James. Oh, we're still doing this. Okay. Um, <laughs> where's the mute button on Mike's mic? Uh, Matt's mic? Mike's okay. Matt. Mike's Matt. Mike's Matt. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's switch it back over. Yeah, you did. You did. You opened up a box. I, I, I don't knew. know what I expected. Oh, here's but. a good one. Oh, yeah. We're there's not one called, for real. <laughs> we have one now. called Ah, uh, the French. Oh, the French. Ah, oh, the French. French. Anyway, we'll we'll continue on that later. If you guys want to know more about our we song titles, oh, they look. might. Yeah, write in, <laughs> email Matt, and uh, we'll talk He'll about this more. So, Des, <laughs> let's switch this back over. You're doing really well on socials, despite what uh, some fools might think. Hmm. It's a soft enough word, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the secret behind that? Is there a secret? Like, how do you do so well? Okay, so I went through a hack recently in June. So the like page that you see, the page that you see is brand new. Oh, so oh And what did the o- hack entail? Just I'm always curious at these hacks. Well, this one in particular got me in my DMs, <laughs> a place I loathe very much. Right. Mm. Uh, they sent me a link and oh. claiming they were Instagram. Oh. And me thinking, oh, looks like it's professional. I clicked on it and filled in stuff. And oh, then the next no. day, tried to log into my account, couldn't log in. Saw oh, a whole bunch of emails, no. changed my username, got rid of my photo. Oh, no. uh, and then even tried to barter my page for money. Oh, really? Because my phone number was attached to my account. So they texted me from on a, not some random number. Yeah, yeah. Send oh, us man. 300 Western Union. I said, you're not getting anything from me. Wow. So, wow. That's, that happens. I said, if you really want $300 that much, you can go to a strip club and make that in like one hour. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and she never got that account back. So that was eight years <laughs> right. of hard work. Of hard work. Damn. So How I many was, followers? I had 12,000 before the hack, and but now? I got to 8,000 on my own. Good. Okay. And then I sought extra help. 
Oh, okay. Well, just is there no way to contact Instagram and be like, Real hey, Instagram? this is nope. not... No. Wow. I know, I've known a bunch of people that have had that complaint. Yeah, you have that to go through Facebook, yeah. and even that's a hassle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I don't even care for this page back. But I'm kind of glad that I got rid of the page because a lot of ghost followers and right. people mm. not supporting Bye-bye. and I just, you know, weed out the people who are yeah. not engaging with my stuff. And how so. does support look to you? What is support? So support is zero dollars. So comment, like, mm. share something in your story, mm-hmm. repost it. And the comments help? Yeah, they do. That builds engagement. Engagement mm. is good. Okay. You want good engagement. If you have a thousand uh views on your video and you only have two comments what, what's going on with that like the yeah, engagement is good Gage, so you want to have good engagement because mm-hmm. um the instagram likes that so if you have yeah. like a lot of comments explore page you know that Anthony, explore page, right? engagement so, is really good and also like with the way that social media app. is going now mm-hmm. uh likes and comments don't even matter anymore it's more of save and share Shame. right so if people are saving so your posts yeah. and sharing your posts in their stories you, you're gonna reach more people so that's like the mm. most important thing so now the algorithm mm. is share save mm. comment like so we're gonna see people now on youtube like hey make sure you save this yeah and share. then follow oh okay that's interesting gross. that is yeah so yeah. interesting i needed help trying to propel into Saves. five digit territory so okay. i sought out you know a social media manager yeah help with that and i got there and then hack whoa again again no this is oh, i'm just talking about the first right, time right, right, right. right oh no 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 that would oh. never happen again absolutely oh, not yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that happens i'll shut down my entire account so that happens um so i got help um from a social media manager which was an investment because i said okay it's time to invest in my social media now because mm-hmm. i haven't been doing it for so many years yeah, yeah. and when my page got hacked I reached out to them and I said, listen, my page got hacked. I lost 12,000 followers. Please help me. (laughs) So obviously I had to, I'm still re-adding people from my old page and people are still like, oh my God, I thought we were following each other. Yeah, my page got hacked. Didn't you? No, no, you didn't. So still adding those people back. Um, But the company was able to help me get back to where I was. Mm. Yes. That's good. Yes. And then Uh, some, right? And then some. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, it's like averaging itself out now because, you know, ghosts. Right. Right. All of that stuff. And then my engagement has also skyrocketed as well. Yeah. That's amazing. So. And you think, uh, I don't even know how to ask, but do you find that that Instagram translates directly to your streams? Um, I feel that it does. Um, but I playlisting has really helped right. with that. Like yeah. social media, I can only do so Another much. Game. I can be like, okay, mm. new single. Yeah. But I've also, mm. even though I don't like the DMs, yeah. Yeah. I send personal messages to people and I say, hey, so-and-so, this is my new singles coming up. I hope you pre-save it. Got you. So I did that on my last pre-save. single and I got 150 pre-saves. Can I ask oh. you a question? Yes. Why... Do artists, and this is complete ignorance, why do artists want to be pre-saved? Um, from what I was told that if you pre-save or you get pre-saves, uh-huh. um, it helps with streams, it helps with playlisting. More than um, when you release it, I just go to it and listen to it? They're just more likely I to guess. listen to it. They're when it more comes likely out. to listen to it 
because they already have it. Right. Do they get a reminder or something? They'll get an email saying so-and-so song is available now. So that's another way for you to obtain Mm. those early streams when people are pre-saving your stuff ahead of time instead of just going to search for it. They already have it. Right. Yeah. Got you. So it ensures that you're going to get that stream. That's smart. Well, we can talk about this forever, but I think one lesson that we keep learning (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, on this podcast is that being a really good musician, just that alone is not enough anymore. Uh, The days of I'll be discovered and get a free ride are over. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even labels are looking for uh, turnkey artists, let's call it, that are already ready to go. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking into taking this music thing seriously Keyword. there's a whole lot of other stuff you have to be doing and worried about aside from your music as well mm-hmm. so True. just keep that in mind if you have any more questions you can contact us or uh desiree hates dms but you can listening. send her a letter no, it's not that i don't like them it's just people um take advantage Absolutely. oh the bad ones yeah, yeah. well do you want to yeah. shout out your socials yeah of course and people do not take advantage our <laughs> listeners will not do such a thing uh yeah. so such a thing. at desiree d music so that's d-e-s-a-r-a-e-d-e-e music on all social media platforms nice. i keep it the same don't hack her and only uh <laughs> don't give her. her nice compliments or serious questions and shout don't out be your uh, single again one more time for the audience uh so my brand new single day to day featuring marcus aurelius is available on all streaming platforms tomorrow beautiful or a few days uh, ago yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just really recently released <laughs> we talk in the future <laughs> friday november 19th is when it came Ooh, out it's the past yeah, thank you nice. so much for joining us we really really, yeah, that was really great. appreciate it thanks for your perspective too oh, yeah awesome. do better Hope to have you guys. Absolutely. Bye, everybody. Bye. Each episode of the DNA Airwaves is recorded, broadcast, produced, and all that good stuff right here at the MPL Toronto. The MPL is a collection of film and audio studios dedicated to making all things visual look amazing and all things audio sound brilliant. Check us out at the-mpl, that's maple without the vowels, dot com for more details podcast is also brought to you by the dna project your live entertainment agency anything you need for your live event they've got you covered from weddings to large corporate galas we can do it all or we can do just a little bit wonderful people in a great company check them out before your live event at the dna project.ca As a podcaster, you know that great content is only half the battle. The other half is finding the right hosting platform to reach your audience. That's where Captivate comes in. With unlimited podcasts, advanced analytics, and personalized support, Captivate has everything you need to grow your audience and monetize your show. Join the thousands of successful podcasters just like us who trust Captivate for their hosting needs. Visit dnaairwaves.com slash Captivate today to start your free trial.